Lots of false starts. And it's okay, right? I mean, nothing, nothing bad happened. We're still all here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, seems like that's already being a lesson for me this year. Those of you who saw me New Year's Day know that to be true. Um, If we kept more in sync with Jewish tradition, one of those things in our Jewish and Christian heritage, we would have celebrated the beginning of the year back in the fall with Rosh Hashanah or the beginning of the High Holy Days. In that tradition, the new year doesn't just mark, or it doesn't even mark, the change of a calendar year, because I believe the Jewish calendar starts seven months before that. But what it does mark as a new beginning, the new year, is um, the birth of the world, the birth of life, the preciousness of life. A chance to start over. Again, underscoring that the actual Jewish High Holy Days are observed in the fall. Um, I think their approach to beginning a new cycle is really quite lovely. It's replete with meaning and opportunities for awakening and graciousness. Uh, The 10-day period that begins their new year is called Yamim Norayim, the days of awe. And awe is wherein what I am calling the sweetness of life abides. Unlike the joyful celebrations of many other Jewish holidays, the High Holy Days are a time of profound self-reflection and examination, still wedded with celebration. Um, But it's it's a time that they call a time of repentance. And before anybody runs out of the room at the word repent, Let's unpack it a little bit. Um, The word repent, uh, according to Richard Rohr, who is a Franciscan priest, um, a well-published author, a well-respected international speaker uh, on, on matters spiritual. Richard Rohr said the Greek word, Metanoia, which is is usually translated repent, bless you, <laughs> quite literally means to change your mind, to turn around and operate differently. Now, there's nothing threatening about that, is there? No. I mean, repent, to turn around. 
metanoia. Well, this past Thursday evening at the Highland Blessing Dinner, I suggested to those present um, that they try this year to see things with new eyes. Make new mistakes. Because new mistakes mean we're trying new things, right? Pushing ourselves, beginning to learn something different. I also, at that gathering, referred to a little book called The Four Agreements. And I asked people there, um, oh, The Four Agreements is by Don Miguel Ruiz, Reeves. And I suggested to the people there that uh, a summary of The Four Agreements, um, that we speak the truth avoiding unkind words about ourselves or other people, avoiding gossip, speaking the truth with love. That we don't take things personally, because it's all, whatever it is, it's not about us. That we not assume things, but rather ask questions and seek clarification. Get the information we need. Don't assume anything. And that we do our best, always. Real simple ideas that help remind us how we might go about turning just a little bit. Because those are habits that are well ingrained, I think, in our society, making assumptions, taking things personally, doing what we have to, not necessarily putting our heart into our work. And it's easy to say things that are unkind. Still, Little things we can change, right? I need work on all of them. What we most value, and there's a reading in our hymnal that we get to sometimes, uh, goes, starts, I think, people will worship something. But what we most value, we are worshiping, whatever it is. Whatever we most value, as demonstrated by our use of time, even in our head, our talents, and our other resources, that's what we worship. What we think we are becoming. A lot of this sounds uh, probably pretty familiar from anybody that's done self-work over the last decade. Um, what we speak, we are creating. Okay, so what we value, we worship. What we think, we're becoming. What we speak, we create. And what we dread, deny, or avoid, we empower. So, 
Where is the sweetness in all this, you might ask. You might not. The sweetness is that there is yet life in us. We have new opportunities every single day if we seek them, make them, or take them. The sweetness is in the spirit of life that dances with us, through us, around us, and in us if we leave enough breathing room for the dance to rise. It doesn't take time exactly to leave that breathing room. I'm not saying you have to chisel out space in your day, though I think there are activities that can help. Um, It doesn't take room, though it does take space in your mind or heart or soul. And that means casting off some of the things we've accumulated over the last year or more that may have filled the openness with clutter, white noise. That's part of the Rosh Hashanah tradition as well. To prepare to cast off Things that, are, that either aren't working for us, don't serve us well, or are things about ourselves we would like to change. Um, I've included in your orders of service a little chart. It's not intended to be homework. It's just intended as a tool. It suggests some major areas that I would like you to reflect upon this week. You'll see that the list includes thoughts, beliefs, relationships, work or career, body or health, um, hobbies, service or volunteering, and spirituality. You may come up with others or prefer to rename the ones that are on this page. But you'll also notice that there are headings across the top, cast off, keep, make room for, or reclaim. And what I would like to suggest is that you just put the sheet someplace where you can glance at it every now and then so that somewhere in the back of your mind you can be doing some sorting. And however much real attention you would like to put on it is great. But I think if we just plant the ideas and have the intention, in the background, we'll be doing some of the work anyway. Um, So what... If you'll glance at it now and again through the week with nothing more than the intention to become reconciled with what is greater in yourself, beyond yourself, with God as you're given to understand God, 
with the world, with people in your lives? Change your mind or turn around in aspects of yourself that aren't working for you or places that are empty or wounded or rigid or broken or atrophied or turn toward things that feed your spirit, that fill your soul, that generate life in you and put you into more vibrant connection with beauty and love and compassion. If you'll just at least glance at the list through the week. Next week, if you choose to be here next week and engage, um, you will have an opportunity to privately, not, not publicly, but... Um, have a ritual to get rid of some of those things or to repurpose things in our lives or redirect, to make the changes, um, to forgive ourselves and others. Moving towards that uh, culmination of the Jewish High Holy Days idea of Yom Kippur and atonement. Again, celebrated in the Jewish tradition in the fall. Um, We have to clear the space for our new eyes to be able to see, clear the clutter. Setting the attention makes that impossible. Setting the intention makes that possible. Sweetness is the potential, something to savor and delight in, the infinite potential of every moment we exist. Mimicking and by no means wishing to dishonor a Rosh Hashanah tradition, we have apples with the added sweetness of honey to remind us of both that goodness we have already the preciousness of our lives and that for which we seek, the sweetness of deeper connection and more abundance of spirit. 